Space for Radio. Hit it, hit it, hit it. My friends call me the club man. We're going to call you a kid diddler. What the fuck did you just do, buddy? Yeah, next time, don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I don't want any new friends. They're all human, no tail. Yeah. I want to come on the pod, pod, pod. I've heard about this. <laughs> PJ, you were a professional Santa. Can you eat the cigarette butts? How long is this tapeworm diet going to take? We'll check that <laughs> on instant replay. You're a naughty boy. You're ruining it. How old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. I'm pretty pumped for the conspiracy theory episode. Hit it. Welcome to episode 19 of the I've Heard of Both Ways podcast. Uh, recording live from our remote podcast location. One of the, it's a secret location. Can you say the name? No. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a... Save next episode for the secrets. Uh, well, that's what I was going to... Yeah, whatever. Feel free to spoil the surprise. Well, yeah, I was like, wait. No, we're not... It doesn't. It's not going to make any sense. I was going to be like, it's a secret location where we're recording. <laughs> so you busted out your... theories. You busted out your joke one episode early. <laughs> yeah, I fucked that one up. His oh, life, well. his life things, in big cities. These things happen. Uh, we wanted to start off the podcast by giving a shout out to our two Instagram giveaway contest winners. Um, so we did the Instagram contest to give away two DOS number one um, bikini girl calendars. Correct. And two girls won both of the calendars, Jenna in Pennsylvania and Katie in Georgia. Um Number one fan, Katie? Yes. Our number one female fan who is not somehow romantically tied to one of our hosts. Uh, so she got she got the cat. Well, it was sent to her, um, and they just moved, and I sent it to their old address. So she may or may not have gotten it yet. I was texting with her husband and to find out if they got it, and I don't know if they did yet. He said they will have to check. Mail's being forwarded, hopefully. Then I was texting wow. Jenna's husband to see if she got her calendar, and I had stuffed in a toothbrush from Dr. Andrew Cup of Savannah, Georgia, um, into the envelope, but I didn't put extra postage, and I was hoping that just like... Oh, fingers crossed it made it. Yeah, so it never got returned, but I didn't know... That when it was delivered, it was pretty much delivered with a bill for $3.19. Oh, really? So I Venmoed them the difference um, so they didn't get a bill from our podcast. That's actually kind of incredible. Yes. So shout out to our two winners. And I apologize if one of the winners doesn't get their calendar and the other winner i'm sorry you got a bill from us but i reimbursed you guys yeah. well you know these things happen it's life in big city exactly so do you want to just get right into our 7-eleven taste test that we have on the podcasts when we feel like it if we remember which uh so we're gonna record not to spoil anything two episodes today because you're going out of town next weekend Okay. That actually is supposed to be a secret. Oh, well, I don't think – we just won't have – Yeah, we just won't say any more specifics other than I'll be out of town because it is for uh, – yeah. Well, it's, it's meeting with an advertiser, but whatever. I, it's, uh, it's fine. Uh, so I went to 7-Eleven and was going to buy two things to taste test. So I bought um, – these like you oh, know the having a taste test on the next one too. N no, and here's why. Oh, I wow. bought um you know those cupcakes they like the Hostess cupcakes that come in like the two plastic containers. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so they had a. You bought those and they didn't make it here. <laughs> they had a birthday cake edition, and I should have just bought two packs. Um, but I bought one, <laughs> and ate it on the way along with some taquitos for lunch. So that's why we won't be doing. Well, maybe we'll do a taste test of what you have in the house. Yeah, we can see what's in the in the kitchen yeah just do something. we'll go try that donut shop coffee the jewel brand yeah, i think there's some chocolate chip cookies in there too okay we'll, we'll see what we can root we'll through after this episode but i did pick up some sour patch fire yeah sour crink, crinkle the wrapper next to the microphone well, so, they know, so they know that we're we're actually doing it uh, yeah it's i want to read I w you made me open it beforehand so there to wouldn't avoid be that? yeah <laughs> any 
rapper crinkling, but it's the Sour Patch Kids Fire Edition, um, sour then sweet, with a hint or with a heat sensation, uh, fruit and variety mix, and the okay. So this is a four ounce package, and there are four servings in this package of a hundred and ten calories per serving. Okay. That, this is kind of like a one-serving bag. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's All right, I'm going to dive in. I'm going to eat right. a purple one. See what the, they come, let's see, we got red, red orange, orange, green, green purple. purple. Which, those are, those are the only ones if have you don't know, pile. the regular Sour Patch Kids, red, orange, green, yellow, and I think that's it. I'm gonna have I should know. I'm going to have red. I'm going to go purple. We need to not chew in the mic because I won't be able to listen back to this later. Why not? I want to do it as annoying as possible. So I have a medical condition, which Kristen and I got in a fight over. I have to look up the name because I can never pronounce it. Did you diagnose yourself on WebMD? Yeah, so but those just taste like Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids, and there's like... A little bit of like heat aftertaste, and that's about. I it. didn't catch any heat. Well, I had the red ones. Oh, let me try the red fire, ones. the fire sauce flavor. So you're is this this is actually a legitimate medical condition? Mm-hmm. Ooh, the red ones kind of like. Um, Let's do orange. What flavor is that? It's like mango or watermelon or something. Yeah. It's not like a traditional cherry. Cherry. Um, okay, let me see how to pronounce this. Ooh. Okay, I'm just gonna play it on YouTube so everyone can hear what it's the actually called. The orange is actually spicy. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Jesus Christ. What? Okay. Misophonia. <laughs> So what do you have, Ray? Misophonia. You have to say it. Like <laughs> Are we that, recording like again? Yeah, yeah, we were recording again. Okay, so they need to hear it first. <laughs> Misophonia. All right, let me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it it's seven. <laughs> Misophonia. <laughs> okay, so describe this. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going. It just keeps. It's on repeat. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna unplug. Um. So. This disease, as categorized by, let's pull up WebMD right now. Okay. Um, oh, by the way, I used to call it misopenia, um, just because I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah. Um, so I just like that's why, like I I saw it once and I'm like, okay, like I have that, so that's all I need to know. Um, and that's not it. <laughs> I thought there was an extra eye. Um, so basically, it is a disorder in which certain sounds trigger emotional or physiological physiological responses that some might perceive as unreasonable given the circumstances. So basically like basically when I hear someone chewing with like their mouth open or like and pretty much any sort of chewing like when it's in my ear, like my brain only focuses on that and like I tune out everything else that's going on and that my brain just stops working and all I can hear is that. And there are two ways that ranges from mild to severe. Are you um, on the severe end of the spectrum? What do you think? So the mild the symptoms. The orange ones are kind of spicy, by the way. I didn't think so. Did you have orange? Yeah. Or no, I had purple and red. Yeah. Um, but I can't talk and chew at the same time. <laughs> um, but so the mild symptoms are basically like you become anxious, uncomfortable, urge to flee, and disgust. So I have all of those, okay? But the more severe cases, you experience rage. Okay. Yeah, tell me more. I have to take off the headphones. <laughs> I literally cannot handle that. Um, you experience rage, anger, <laughs> hatred, panic, fear, emotional distress. distress. Sound like anybody you know? Uh, anger really hits home for you. Yeah, I mean, all of those are kind of like if you were to describe yourself in six words, those are like four of the five I would use. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's accurate. And purple so is my least favorite. 
Uh, it was okay. I don't know. Um, Green was pretty good. Orange was disappointing. Red was good. I mean, I'm going to eat the whole bag on the ride home, so I might just save that for my snack. Um, That's fair. I don't need any more. So I'm like... <laughs> I can share them. If no, you like. I, I'm. I'm. That's that's my. That's the end of my review of them. I had them, and I don't need any more. So I had six of them. Or eight so of them. that's the review. And that's the review. Yeah. I had eight. I don't need to try them again. If someone gives you some, eat them, but don't feel the need to go out of your way to get them. Yeah, that's a good. Did I tell you? Um, Solid Seven Eleven review. <laughs> At our wedding, what our um, table gifts were originally going to be? Animal crackers. <laughs> okay, so that was one of the choices. The other choices... They never emailed me back, by the way. <laughs> of course they didn't. Um, I reached out to another person. I'll explain that later. Um, but so we were going to do like gummy worms, gummy frogs, and Sour Patch Kids and put them in a little box and put them at every table just as like there's some of the things we like to eat. Um so we planned it all out, did some counts and stuff, and figured out we needed to get um, 45 pounds of candy total, but we needed to get three five-pound bags of gummy worms, of gummy frogs, and of Sour Patch Kids. So the Sour Patch Kids showed up first, and all of the bags were, like, cut open, um, just, like, a little cut open, so, like, there wasn't a lot of air in the bag, um, but it... It must have been, like, the condensation and stuff, like, melted a lot of the sugar off of it. Oh. Yeah, so we emailed them, and they're like, okay, like, we'll send you a new batch. Um, throw them away. Like, don't worry about returning them. Just throw them away. So you ate the whole bag. So I ate 15 pounds of Sour Patch Kids. So I put them in a bucket or a, a fucking big Tupperware thing, not a bucket. But put them I in guess, one of them five-gallon yeah. buckets from the Home Depot. It's a bucket. Threw, for <laughs> threw that in the front seat of the truck, drove around. That was my truck snack. Yeah, it's a bucket for this story because I literally was eating them five pounds at a time. They're so good. It's kind of an aggressive move. Without the sugar on it, they're probably like the best gummy candy out there. Well... So I had after finishing 15 pounds, I had to get more and I ordered another five pound bag, hoping that it was going to come cut open again, not to return it or anything, but just to like get it the like way a I buy one, get one. No, no, no. Just like a, I, I oh, want, I want it to be cut open because that's want, how I you want, want it that. with no, none of the like extra sugar. You just want the gummy. Yeah, part. exactly. Like I'll pay full price, but save the sugar. Um, so it showed up and it was perfectly packaged and everything. So yeah. Um, then I went on the interwebs and was looking around to find out some sort of life hack to figure out like what's the most efficient way to get the sugar off of the Sour Patch Kids. And the only thing that came up was some YouTube video by this, like, eight-year-old kid that was filmed in, like, his bedroom. You could see his, like, bunk beds in the background. <laughs> and it was, like, a minute long, and it literally was him. He'd be like, okay, take your Sour Patch Kids. And then he'd walk down the hallway holding his computer, go to the bathroom, run them under the Rinse sink. Rinse them off for like the sink. three seconds and then eat them. And he's like, and there you go. That's how you get the sugar off of the Sour Patch Kids. So is that what you were doing then? So I was doing, I left the, like the. You put them in another bucket, got I, your hose out. I left the bucket in the kitchen and was literally just like every time I walked by, grab a few, run them under Rinse the sink. Them off. Yeah. And throw them in. And I'm like, this is goddamn this ridiculous. This is the life. So I did the natural thing and just started eating them in bed while going to bed. So that's how I got rid of that five pound bag. Well, that's a pretty standard bedtime snack for you, isn't it? Uh, so some sort of fruit <laughs> snack. Yeah, fruit snacks used to be my go-to's in bed. This will be great to listen back when I get type two diabetes, and everyone. Oh, I wonder where that. Yeah, came from. <laughs> the doctor's gonna be like, "Oh, it's so weird that you got this," and I'm like, "Well, doc, you should listen to the podcast. You'll find a lot of answers." Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it'll help with your diagnosis. Yeah. So, um, that's my life as a fat so. Excellent. Uh, do you want to talk about? So we talked a lot of death last week. Yeah, and we forgot one death. Uh, yeah, we did. Um, I mean, it's just like uh, just a quick touch on. We probably should mention that uh, Brody Stevens passed away, as probably everyone knows, because it was all over Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else. Yeah, I think he's like one of the 
He was nobody an, knows the name. He but was an absolute staple at the comedy store because all were there all the time. Well, I mean, no, but yeah. he, like he he was. I mean, he was at the comedy store all the time. He was in The Hangover One, The Hangover Two. And That's the thing. He has, a, he has a comedy special on Amazon Prime. Check it out. It's pretty strange and he does a lot of crowd work and it's really good and i laugh my ass off yeah so everybody knows his face but they don't know his name pretty much like you're like oh i know who that guy is um arms crossed negative energy yeah he has a uh, very it's a unique stand-up style cadence yeah like he weird is an understatement he's just like an odd guy and is also funny so it's like a double whammy (laughs) yeah I'm a pitcher that happens to be funny. <laughs> I'm looking up his Wikipedia right now, and it's talking about um, uh, he was Jewish and everything. Um, Born Jewish, raised Gemini. <laughs> he did not go to Hebrew school nor read from the Torah for his bar mitzvah. I, uh, I always wanted to do a bar mitzvah for literally the strangest reason ever. When they read the Torah... They have this like little miniature finger on a stick, and they use that to keep their place. And I, I was like, that thing looks awesome. I need one. Why do they need a mini finger? I don't know. It's d- Judaism, bitch. Is the book? I've never been to a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah. Well, yeah. Um, is it is the book old that they read? I mean, like a, I, I understand the text is old, but like, is the physical book I an think it's old a, book? It depends on the uh, synagogue. It depends how old the synagogue is. Yeah, what kind of what kind of stuff they're working with. Like it's usually they, like they make like a big production about like they take the it's a big scroll. Oh, they, I like, thought it was like it, a heavy book. No, it's like a big scroll and they like take it. It's got like a fucking velvet cover and they like uncover it and then they bust out the little finger stick, start reading. Barukata Adunai Alachenu Melacha Alom. I'm part Jewish. It's okay. Is the cover of the book called the foreskin that they remove? I don't no, I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't. Circumcision. Sism. Big in the Jew community. This is true. Can you say Jew community or is it Jewish community? I don't know. Jew immunity? <laughs> the Jew. <laughs> that sounds like you're immune to Judaism. Oh. <laughs> I've got the Jew immunity. <laughs> um, how many bar and bat mitzvahs have you gone to? A lot. Really? Yeah. Um, have you gone to any as an adult, or is it like strictly? No, I've not gone to any as an adult. I would like to though. If any of our listeners are having a bar bat mitzvah, feel free to email us an invite. We will be there. Break my bar mitzvah cherry. Yeah, I've never been to one. I'm. I Just remember. Let me drive the little finger stick for a little bit, and I'll. I'm happy. So I remember, and I don't know why I remember. I'm pretty sure it was Grandpa Pete. Got went to a bar mitzvah and the giveaway was like pajama pants. Oh yeah, there were a lot of great giveaways. <laughs> Did you get anything good? I don't know why I remember that, but he had like pajama pants from a bar mitzvah. <laughs> yeah, no, there was like yeah, you would get like pajama pants or like sweatpants or like Robbie's bar mitzvah. That's or, like, so yeah. weird. Yeah, there's some some good takeaways. Um, oh fuck, what was that one? Do you remember that YouTube video? This was like ten years ago when YouTube like. I think we were still in college. Um, someone released a video on YouTube, and they did like and it was an invite to their bar mitzvah. Yeah, it was like a rap or a song or whatever about their bar mitzvah, and they Peter showed me the the it's little called, finger. I just googled it. It's called a yad. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but I googled Torah reading stick. It came right up. <laughs> Why don't you Google how to pronounce it, and we'll play it for everyone. <laughs> um, so. What was that? It, uh, yeah, no, that's not that's not gonna help. It uh, translates to hand in Yiddish. Yeah. Weird. The finger translates the to finger stick. Okay. Um. So back. We to are all over the goddamn place right now. Back to Brody Stevens. He's been on like every late night show ever. A bunch of TV shows, including Tosh Point Um. Was he ever on Nathan for you? No, he wasn't. I would have remembered because I watched that whole series in one week. Uh, you watched it in a weekend. Yeah, I watched it. No, I didn't watch the whole thing in a weekend. I watched almost all of it after you told me about it, though. Um, so if, if you have the means, definitely check out Nathan for, for you. 
you like really awkward, strange comedy because it's amazing. It's so good. And like Kristen hates that it's so funny. Like she tunes in and out of episodes. And if you're not watching the whole episode, like it might not be as funny to you. Yeah, but you when she'll be like, wait, why the fuck is there an alligator in this little room with TVs? <laughs> in it? What's happening? The giveaway TVs. Yeah, but when she watches the whole episode, she's like, trying to hold in her laughter so well yeah yeah it's hilarious exactly um brody stevens he did six 15 minute episodes on hbo's digital platform hbo go called brody stevens enjoy it is that right yes all right you got it uh yeah so i mean i feel like that's just you know since we're sit down comedians we should make mention of that and he 818 for life hung himself so don't do that please don't kill yourself because as we mentioned before on testing your cocaine we need all the listeners we can get so true yeah so please don't die yeah don't die and keep listening if 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 you need help you can you can call us and we will uh talk you off the ledge and um maybe get you on the pod yeah We've sure. never done that before. Why not? Um, so this one is all you. So speaking of death, um, oh. I got a text from my buddy Stu, and he was telling me that he was at TJ Maxx earlier today, which today is a Saturday. So there are a lot of places I won't go on the weekend, and TJ Maxx or Marshall's has to be like, number one on that list yeah tj maxx on a saturday is the max for the maximum (laughs) and home goods which is the same store just home items instead of clothes is the number two well yeah so cav and i used to go to tj maxx all the time and you and i used to go to tj maxx all the time we were big maxinistas correct which is the proper term for people who shop at tj maxx although the tj maxx in deerbrook was like like one step above the thrift store Um, there was legitimately times when i was in there and i would like look at a shirt no tags no nothing i was like oh obviously someone just traded the shirt that they were wearing for a different shirt and put that one on the hanger tj maxx is a thrift store it's just more expensive Mm, the clothes aren't normally used (laughs) that's the thing you're you're paying a premium for uh a new shirt like it's a a non instead of instead of 50 cents at a thrift store it's 250 at <laughs> tj maxx because no one's worn it because before. It's, it still has tags on it which isn't true because i've okay i've been to tj maxx and marshall's more times than i care to admit like probably 30 or 40 times which i think is a lot for an adult male <laughs> for someone who like doesn't buy anything from there like i love to just go browse <laughs> just uh, looking around yeah I, I i like to browse and see like not the clothes but the other stuff they sell they sell like knockoff cologne and like knockoff electronics I'm and a big stuff knockoff cologne guy and then every marshall's and tj maxx has like a minor home goods section like it's not actually home goods home home good home Home goods junior home items yeah um home okays yeah (laughs) they haven't made it to home goods he's okay he's okay uh so he's pretty good cav and i would go to marshall's all the time cav had a problem i had to teach him how to properly eat um he was always he was always a big bring the food to your face guy which leads to a lot of spilling and so I taught him you a meet quick, in the middle. I call him a quick, quick little trick. You bring your face to the food and you spill on the plate. And yeah. then you definitely don't touch the food on anyone else's plate, right, Ray? You don't touch. You the get food. fork stabbed. You don't touch the food on my plate. I don't give a shit what you do with other people's plate. You just don't touch the food on my plate. If anyone touches the food on your plate, will they get stabbed with a fork? Has someone gotten stabbed from touching food on my plate? Yes. 
That's what I was going for, yes. Okay. Yeah. So he would spill on himself all the time before I had to have a sit down and tell him, like, hey, here's how you can eat and not spill food on yourself. So we would be going to TJ Maxx. Being an adult 101 with Ray. We'd go to TJ Maxx once a week for him to get a new polo because he's oh, because he spilled stained. On, yeah. okay, he gotcha. stained like with an Italian beef stained his current polo. So we were in there pretty much once a week. Um, and in the winter when he would stain his button ups, he got them at Costco because he's a big Kirkland guy as Love we Costco. are. Yeah. Big Kirkland guys. Um, so we'd have to go to Costco when he would stain his button up so he could replace it. Ooh. Um, do you need to pause? No, keep talking. I'm just going to check something real quick. Okay. So we went to just pause anyway. We'll leave that all in. (laughs) Yeah, of course. That's great. Everyone's going to want to hear that. Okay. So Cav basically basically spilled on himself. We go to TJ Maxx for him to get a new polo, which by the way, at TJ Maxx and Marshall's, they sell. So there are two types of Ralph Lauren polos. Like the kind you can get that's like official and it's kind of like R A L P H and R A L F. It's a Ralph Lauren. <laughs> Ralph with a capital F. Yeah. Um so they have like the official ones, it's kind of like a scratchy material, but it's like woven. It's really like well made. It's a well made shirt, you know? Okay. Then the ones at Marshall's are very soft and, like, shrink in the wash and everything. Yeah. So when I would go to Peter Will, I would get the nice polos from him. And then when I would go to Marshall's, I would buy the shitty cheap ones. Well, um, yeah. You know, when I'm spending my own money. Uh-huh. Um, so Cav went to go get a polo, and we're walking around the store, as we do. And we found a beautiful shirt that said Party Animal. It was a sleeveless shirt. Party Animal had a nice lion on it. And Cav's birthday. So was this a men's or women's shirt so Cavs birthday trolley was just around the corner and if you don't know about Cavs birthday trolley every year he books a trolley and it's three hours it's byob and we just ride around the city for three hours yelling at people outside of the trolley pj were you ever on a trolley trip uh i don't know it's okay i'm it's a type I'm sure I probably have. I've been on like eight bajillion trolleys. I just don't know. I don't. I can't. They all run together. Well, it's a tight guest list because it only holds like twenty or twenty-five people, and everybody who goes wants to come back next year. But like, only so many people can come back again. You oh, know well, then I, mean? I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever made the cut for that. I mean, I mean no offense by it. I'm just saying like it is an exclusive club. Well. Um, but so we had to get some nice clothes. So I bought a terrible shirt, obviously, a short sleeve button up shirt that I think was like 40 different colors, but not tie dye. Um, and so we see this party animal shirt. And I'm like, Cav, I think you got to get it. You it are well, a party yeah. animal. So we're looking around sizes and it was like a small or something. So we need a bigger one. Can't find it. Can't find it. And so we're wandering around the store for like 20 minutes and we spot the rack of it. Well, this one shirt was in the men's section. The rack was in the women's, there and it is 1,000% a woman's shirt. Um, but that didn't stop him from rocking it. I no, not at all. I think we probably have a picture of it somewhere. I, I used it. I used the picture of him in it for my wedding website picture of That's our right. officiant. Yes. Um, so I will be putting that picture up on our Instagram um, because it is a fantastic picture if you haven't seen it yeah, yet. Yeah, you picked all of the best pictures for your wedding website. That's what I get. So um, I was in my buddy Nick's wedding, and he asked me for some pictures of myself, and I was like, um, yeah, I don't want to do that, so yeah. just don't put up a picture. Um, and just go so, to my Instagram. So he ended up pulling his own picture, and I got a text from another friend, and it was like, oh, hey – Saw you're in Nick's wedding party, blah, blah, blah. Love the picture. I'm like, oh. Uh, I thought we discussed this. No, I was like, uh, thanks. What picture? And so he sends me the link, and I go pull it up, and I, I, I can find the screenshot somewhere. Um, it's of me. We went to a wedding in Punta Cana, and it was a 1,000 degrees out. My beard was like a foot long, and I'm wearing <laughs> a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Hell yeah. So that, okay, everyone else in the wedding party had pictures of them in suits and tuxes from other weddings or whatever. And then there's me, the homeless man in the Hawaiian shirt. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I was thinking about, speaking of Hawaiian shirts, I was thinking, like, 
what if I just replaced a button down like with a Hawaiian shirt and a tie for like a fun theme for a wedding instead of a white white dress shirt, Hawaiian shirt, three piece suit, boom. Don't even do a three piece suit. Just no way. Class that shit up. Three pieces. Hawaiian shirt with a tie, may- First oh, maybe off, a bolo tie. Do you know how hot a three-piece insert suit, three-piece suit is in the summer? I only wear three-piece suits, so yeah. You didn't wear one at my wedding. Yeah, that's because I had to wear a tuxedo. And then we changed into our podcast jackets, and they were made of polyester. And they and were 400,000 degrees, but we looked amazing. Yeah, and the jackets, we didn't wash the jackets, <laughs> um, and they smelled like shit. Oh, from like the pack, yeah. Yeah, like we got, no, it just smelled like BO, but it smelled like it before we put it on. Yeah, no, they smelled pretty weird, just like straight out of the plastic packaging from China, because they were $40. Well, there was like a two, pa- <laughs> there was a two-page instruction on like how to wash them, and I'm like, I didn't, I, even, I didn't even see that. We'll probably just buy new ones, I think, for the next time we Oh, need actually, them. funny, you should bring that up. Um. I signed up for a new uh, picture at work for, like, my work thing or whatever, and I am a thousand percent going to be wearing that jacket for my picture. Are you going to wear that jacket to B-Man's wedding in a couple weeks? Oh, maybe I should. Uh, I might have to take it to the cleaners, but I think if you, like, actually get it washed, it might just fall apart. It says in the two pages, do not dry clean. No? Yeah, and you have to use cold water because it's like polyester, and it's all going to shrink. Yeah. So, be careful. I'm just going to spray it with Axe. (laughs) I'm sure. Does it say anything about the instructions that I'm sure. (laughs) Changing the jacket set with some (laughs) personal body spray. The future Mrs. B-Man is going to love that. Well. You're going to look like an animal and smell even worse. I'll smell fantastic. I'll smell like Axe Orion, maybe. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to... um, So International Women's Day was yesterday. Yeah. Um, Do you know what that is? It's... International Women's Day. Is that one of those things that, like, they make up on Facebook, like Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Domino's get together and, like, okay, we're going to make tomorrow National Pizza Day, so <laughs> let's do that. Oscar Mayer presents National Hot Dog Day. Yes. So, basically, like, all I learned from National Women's Day is that just, like, girls just post pictures of them and their friends. Mm, yeah, that seems accurate. I guess that's it. Yeah, I don't. I you. I mean, you put that in the notes. I, I don't know what you want. I think to I talk had. About. I think I had more you had something to, it. to talk about, but then you forgot. Yeah, I should. I need to. So add more. yesterday was International Women's Day. Moving on, Aaron Carter okay. concert. So last Tuesday, Aaron Carter of How I Beat Shaq and Aaron's Party. Yes. Also, younger brother of Backstreet Boy Nick Carter. Correct. Um, he played a concert in Chicago at. The Elbow Room. Yes. Which I know you've been there because we've been together for concerts, including our producer's band. Oh, Producer Producer Pete. Pete? He played there several times. Yes, he was a big Elbow Room guy. So the Elbow Room has two floors. They have like a cafe on the first floor, and it's for like acoustic and holds like 30 people. Um, And then they have the quote concert venue downstairs and it is like a small stage like a foot off the ground um I, you're trying to think of it now no, I'm, I'm picturing it i was trying to remember which one and it had like the most fucking janky rickety stairs yep to get down. down to the the like basement showroom yep and so you come down the stairs there's like a few high top bar tables um some curtains up which is the backstage area um and then the stage like a foot off the ground and mind you the floor the ceiling is like seven feet high and then the stage is another foot off the ground so like there's zero clearance right there yeah if you're tall there's like zero clearance um when you're on stage like the bass player in circus bear yes large man (laughs) also just side tangent the last time i remember being at the elbow room was we were leaving, and they were like, we can't find your cousin. And I went and looked downstairs, and he was, like, in a coma in the quote-unquote backstage curtain area. There was, like, it was, like, 3 in the morning. There was no one down there. <laughs> and I was looking around, and I was like, uh, oh, yep, there he is. 
I'll, I'll, I'll collect him. Yeah, let me gather him. Um, and so the, the capacity for the venue is like 100 yeah, people. Yeah, like maybe 75. Yeah, it's 100 people with no tables. So if you put in those tables, it's maybe 75 if they're lucky. It's probably more like 60. And it has a really awesome, scary bathroom. <laughs> okay. So Kristen's work friends went to this concert at the Elbow Room, and they were sitting at a high-top table near the curtain but they didn't know it was their first time at the venue so they didn't know that they were pretty much sitting backstage um and one of the girls VIP seats one of the girls is like where is the show gonna be like i don't see a stage or anything oh it's that little raised area right there (laughs) so then the other girl goes yeah and like is Aaron Carter here? I don't even know if I know what he looks like. He could be sitting right next to us, and I don't even know what he looks like. And sure as shit, he goes, well, I am sitting right next to you, and comes out from the behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. And it's like, the backstage I'm, area. He goes, I'm pretty recognizable. And I quote, he goes, I'm the only white guy here wearing a chain. And he pulled out this, like, huge gold chain. And then he goes, okay, watch where I walk because I'm about to walk on stage. That is an absolute power play. So it gets better. So he, the concert goes, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and then the one of the girls started DMing him, like, after the show and was like, oh, my God, such a great show, blah, blah, blah. And he starts responding. And then the other girls who were there with him start DMing him as well. And then he's talking to, like, all three of them at once. And Kristen comes home the next day and tells me the whole story, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, yeah. So she was like, it's so weird. Like, I can't believe his um, – like publicist or intern or whatever was doing his Instagram like that. And I was like, no, that was him. That was him. And she was like, I don't think so. All these big celebrities. I'm like, why don't you stop right there? Hold on. If you're playing the elbow room, you're doing your own, like you're your own assistant. Correct. And um, you don't have a social media manager. I can tell you he doesn't because we reached out to him for comment through DMs on Instagram because we know he responds and he did not respond with comments. So um, you'll just have to take this as it is and we'll mention that it's all alleged. Um, and I need I needed Kristen to ask if one of the girls banged him um, because I said that's pretty much what he was trying to line up and she forgot to ask on Thursday or felt weird asking. But um, I'll get to the bottom so of we'll that. So we'll just say, yeah, one of them probably did. Yeah, I'll get to the Allegedly. bottom of it. We'll follow up. Um, Allegedly. I'm sure one of them banged Aaron Carter. Allegedly. Um, yeah, allegedly. It was his last stop on the tour, so, like, of course he was going to respond to them. Party it up. Yeah. Um, rock, I need to... Rockstar vibes. You need to what? What are you doing? I need to look up Aaron Carter's net worth. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Pull that up. Get that... Get that... Uh, have, our, have our assistant do that. You want to guess? His net worth? According to Celebrity Net Worth, which is usually, which like, is, a little inflated. It's actually, yeah, I was going to say there was... <laughs> I can't remember what I was listening to a podcast and it was a bunch of like really famous people and they were pulling it up and they're like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm not worth this much. So I fuck are they getting this information from? I think they take it on like what's public knowledge, like what you made and they don't really factor in too much for taxes or like your own living costs. I think like if you made 10 million, you're worth 10 million, not like you pay taxes and have to buy things. Yeah, I don't know. That's hard because he like was popular, but now he's fallen off a little bit uh i don't know two two mil okay you're a little high uh, yeah yeah give me one more guess i'll give you a hint it's in the hundreds oh <laughs> five hundred thousand four hundred thousand according to celebrity net worth so it's probably a little less than that um, yeah, it's probably 250. Yeah, well, he filed for bankruptcy in 2013. Did he call Peter Francis Geraci? <laughs> he listed his assets at the time as $8,200, and his liabilities were more than $2.2 million. Sick. Um, apparently, he still owes the IRS $1.368 million. Well, that's why he's doing shows at the Elbow Room. Um, and, oh, my God. He further lists an average monthly income of, care to guess? Just lay it on me. 
$2,000. Monthly? Yes. Yikes. Would you like to guess his monthly expenses? 10000 20000 50000 Something <laughs> insane? $200? I don't know. Aaron Carter's monthly expenses, according to Celebrity Net Worth, are $2,005. So he's operating at a $5 loss every month. Wow. That's impressive. Oh, God. This is so sad. Okay. How, yeah. No, it you? gets worse. Oh, okay. God. Aaron is currently living with a relative and claims his most valuable physical assets are a $500 television, two MacBook computers, and a Louis Vuitton backpack and a 3500 Brettlinger watch. Brettlinging? I don't know. I don't Breitling? Know. Yes. God, that's grim. I hope he did get to bang one of those girls. It sounds like he might need it. Yeah, now he's going to need a sympathy bang, so I need to follow up um, on that. He's going to be okay, though, because do you care to guess what his brother Nick Carter's net worth is? <laughs> a lot more than... Four hundred thousand dollars, thirty-five million. There you so, go. Yeah, like, uh, don't cry too. Is that hard. the relative that he's living with? <laughs> oh, it has to be because I don't know. I don't know if they get along with their mom or not. There was something going on with that. Um, also related to them, Hillary Duff, her net worth. Is it similar? Twenty-five mil. Okay. Ooh, Frankie Muniz. His. Isn't he like a race car driver now? Um. Malcolm in the middle lane. Is that what he goes by? <laughs> uh, let's see. As a racer, he signed with Jensen Motorsports in 2005. Why um, do I know that? Yeah. A uh, driver, he competed in 32 races from 2007-2009. Um, so I don't think he's active, but he his net worth. He's a retired child TV star and race car driver. <laughs> Holy shit. He's really going for that Paul Newman thing. Like, he's probably going to start a salad dressing company soon. <laughs> Frankie's own. Uh, <laughs> so his net worth is $40 million, uh, according to Celebrity Net Worth, oh, obviously. Yeah. And everything here is alleged. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! He made two million for Agent Cody Banks, and then five million for Agent Cody Banks too. Well, yeah. Destination London. Duh. He's international. You got to pay more for that. Um. Okay, I'll click on one more person, and you can guess their net worth. We can do Julia Louis Dreyfus, um, Ken Jong, or Samuel L. Jackson. You can have one. Uh, no uh, cheating. Obviously, um, Wayne. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Samuel. No, we know he, he has he's he has more money than God probably. His was okay. Not to spoil, his was two hundred twenty million, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's not absurd. to say like he works. As, he's in every movie, he's in so he's constantly he's working. Like, yeah, and he's I mean he's a staple in the MCU. Of course, he has a ton of money. Julia Lee Dreyfus, her net worth is two hundred million. She makes a hundred and fifty thousand. Wasn't gonna guess. That's okay. Oh, sorry. She makes a hundred fifty thousand per episode. Of Veep, um, yeah, and yeah, I was gonna go, I was gonna go high for hers because she, I mean, she's probably good on that Seinfeld money, but then she's also she's own in so much other shit. She's always working too. Yeah. So, um, how much did you say it was? She's two hundred million, but that doesn't include her dad, and her dad. I mean, that is worth four billion. So whenever he dies, she'll no doubt be over a B, I'm sure. I don't know how many. Yeah, with that kind of money, she can get herself some sponges even. Only if someone is sponge worthy. She could start a reproduction of sponges. Yeah. She she could start a reproduction and call them they they could be called sponge worthy. They use them for sex. (laughs) Not the kind you clean with. Okay, who's got more money, Larry David or Jerry Seinfeld? Ooh, that is a good question. Probably, I would have to guess Larry David. Wrong. He's got four hundred million. It's Jerry Seinfeld at nine hundred and fifty million. He's almost a billionaire from entertainment alone. Yeah. Which he's not a guy who, um, like Dr. Dre starts own companies, like his own companies for all this, and I'm sure. Jerry Seinfeld is investing in other things, um, but 
his money is just, just from, from entertainment. Yeah, Seinfeld, yeah. stand up, like that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um. So I think random appearances on Thirty Rock. <laughs> okay. Last one. I swear to God. Uh, Jack Donaghy's net worth. Jerry Stiller, Frank Costanza. Oh man, he is. Pro- uh, that's a tough one too. I want to say it's going to be a lot lower than you think it is. Yeah, like I want to say like twenty million. Twelve point five. He never. I mean, obviously, he's like a. He's never supporting. Carrying, actor. Yeah, he's never yeah. carrying anything. He's um. A, Top shelf supporting actor. Yeah, but it's one of the like he doesn't carry anything in terms of like um, he doesn't drive sales for tickets or anything. But he takes over whatever he's in. Like in heavyweights, he's like the best character in there. Um, oh my God. But his son is worth two hundred million, so yeah, you know, no big deal. All right, we need to get back on track here. Got sidetracked a little bit. Um, about yeah, so we'll find out if those uh, how much if one or all of those worth. chicks banged Aaron Carter and if those girls net worth is more than Aaron Carter or not. It's a two part mm, question. Yeah. Okay. Um follow up for our next Well next that brings episode. up another topic. Is debt sexually transmitted? No. Okay. All right. Um speaking of Kristen, we she's been oh having boy. some issues with a lady she works with, um, and even our dog, too. She just, like, is not getting respect from someone who is, like, kind of her subordinate, so should be respecting her. And I've been, like, trying to coach her up a little bit and be like, hey, here's what you should do. You need to, like, lay down the law or this chick's going to keep walking. All- this woman, she's, like, a 50-year-old woman, um, is going to keep walking all over you, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, yeah, you need to set her straight. Yeah, so I have extended, not officially, but I've mentioned it in passing, a invitation to become the second attendee of Attitude Camp. That's the most exclusive camp. Yeah, we to. are one for one on camp goers oh. and successful campies, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, our one... Um, we only accept the best of the best. It's... It's you want to talk about exclusive. This is like all the stars have to align for you to get an invitation to Attitude Camp. It's true because there has to be a lot of we have to care about you a lot. We want you to succeed, and we have to see the fire in your eye and know you gotta have potential. Yeah, that you can like a sponge absorb everything we take we give you. And properly use it. Yeah, we'll break you down and build you back stronger than ever. Yeah, and so hopefully she'll want to get in on that sooner rather than later um, so we can get this chick out of her life. Um, but while we're on the Kristen I topic, mean, okay. We could, uh, let's just start prank calling her on the podcast. If she doesn't know, she doesn't have to know. Um, just call her. Well, I'm sure a lot of her work friends are going to listen to this podcast now. I don't think so. After the whole Aaron Carter banging thing. Um, uh, allegedly. Yeah, but I'm sure these girls know that that chick sucks anyways. Um, but yeah, Cri- if you suck, you should, get, you, you should get some prank calls and we'll fuck with you. Yeah. That um, could be a business. DM me. It's important. You need me to prank call people and fuck with them. Reasonably I'm priced. It. Yeah. Bonded and insured. Free estimates. Allegedly. <laughs> so Kristen, my wife, who I'm obsessed my wife. with, who I'm obsessed with, shout out our stalker. Um, she goes to Krav Maga with her um, one of her best friends, and she's level three, by the way. I'm pretty sure there's only like four levels total or whatever. Um, I have no idea how that works. Yeah, so I like a green belt, pretty much. Um, so I went to like one of her testings, like where you have to test to the next level. Did she break boards? No, they don't do that shit. It's all, like, physical stuff. But, like, it was intense. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, that was, like, as intense of, like, football practices we had, like, back in the day of high school where they try and, like, break you down over the summer. Yeah. Break you like dogs. Um, So, obviously, it's, like, a predominantly male class. Um, but shout out International Women's Day. Kristen, her friend, and a few other girls are um, women in Krav Maga. And shout out Gal Gadot, also a Krav Maga 
enthusiast level person as she all, level four as all Israelis are. Yeah. Um. So Kristen has a bunch of nicknames for all of the people because she doesn't like she hates everyone there except for like five people. Um. And so they do their best not to talk to anybody so they don't like get anyone's names or anything. And so they have to come up with nicknames and I'll hear her talking with her friend and referencing the people from class. And the names I've pulled out of there are. Yeah, I've heard a couple, too, and they're pretty good. They were talking about it one day when we were in the kitchen. There's the Karate Kid, obviously, who is some like 18 year old kid who uh, is just like too intense all the time, like one of those people who like. It's a walkthrough, and he's going 100 miles an hour all the time. Full speed all the time. There's a guy who – I like his intensity. Kristen's friend calls no kids, and Kristen calls him the bastard maker. (laughs) Um, Kristen's friend calls him no kids because she thinks the bastard maker is too offensive. (laughs) Um, There was apparently in class – they were talking about like raise your hand if you have kids or something and he wasn't paying attention and he raised his hand and the teacher was talking and he was like wait a second i do not have kids i just want everyone to know that i do not have kids <laughs> and i guess kristen goes under his breath under her breath like yeah no shit we know you don't have kids um and then there's dragon ball z who i guess wears like red pants or something and has blonde hair um okay and there's sure. also dragon ball z's girlfriend who i this guess is dragon ball z yeah who i guess um also sucks. has red pants and blonde hair <laughs> i don't think she dresses like the character she but doesn't dress the part obviously she's an associate of dragon ball z so you absorb the nickname yeah. guilty by association <laughs> there's man child who he sounds pretty cool. Actually. I was asking for details about him, and she's like, he's just a man-child. I'm like, okay, well, like, what about him? She's Does like, he want to be on the pod? He acts like a man-child, and Sarah told him that to his face, and he laughed it off. And she goes, no, I'm serious. You are a man-child. Oh. Um, and then there's Fanboy, who Kristen called Stalker because her friend, this guy, like, messaged her – to like ask her out and stuff and they went out on a date and like didn't hit it off or whatever so she's like oh i think we should be friends and he was like okay that's fine and like didn't take the hint and kept asking her out and stuff and so she was sending Kristen a screenshot of the text and was like oh my Classic god mix up what should i do and thought she sent it to Kristen, but and she sent it to him yeah, so yep. it was a screenshot of you what hate she, to see that happen. It was a screenshot of what she initially told him and was like, "Yeah, like I think we're better off as being friends. Like I don't see anything romantically, blah blah blah, but I just wanted to be honest with you and get it all out in the open." Um yeah, she accidentally sent him a screenshot of their own conversation where she is trying to let him down easy and he just responds, "Huh, okay, point okay. taken." Yeah. Oh, that actually worked. Yes. All right. Um, so he's called Fanboy because Sarah thinks Stalker is too intense, so they just call him the Fanboy. Um, there's Mini Pony Guy, which I thought was um, about a guy who had, like, a mini horse or something. It's a guy who has a mini ponytail. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. <laughs> I think it's better because I saw a picture, and it's just, like, big blonde guy with, like, a mini ponytail that looks like every early 90s action movie bad guy okay yeah but i was hoping for like a little sebastian type situation no shout out um our indiana newscaster <laughs> b-man so the last one is oh no there's two more sorry the girl i hate which is just some girl that kristen hates sure um who she ran into at like the nail salon or something and the the lady working on her nails apparently was like, Oh yeah, like your nails look a little beat up. And she was like, Well, actually, like I'm I'm pretty big into martial arts, so that's why my nails are all beaten up. And Kristen's like texting me in all caps. She's only level one. I can't believe this girl, blah blah blah. And I'm like, Oh dear oh, Lord. Shit. Oh shit. Uh then there is Google Maps. So And how did they come to get that name? This guy. First off, he got the nickname because the instructor was saying how he used to pay for ads on Google, but he didn't pay for, like, 
the most expensive ones. Like we bought the cheap ones, so they only air that like the the ad only comes up between like two and five in the morning or whatever. So like it's not ideal. Um, and this guy speaks up. Better than nothing. Yeah, and so this guy speaks up and is like, "Well, I found this place through Google Maps," and they're like, "Well, yeah, no shit. How do you think all of us found this place?" Like. Put it in, and it takes you there. Oh, my God. Wait. Was he just, like, cruising around Google Maps? So whenever he searches something, he doesn't use Google. He types it into Google Maps. I kind of love that, And he goes, yeah, this was the first one that came up. No, he's an idiot because when you type in something in Google Maps, like, to search, like, where something is. It's the closest one. It's location-based. It's not the best one. Not to say that their class isn't good, um, but it's just the closest one to you. I mean, and yeah, so if, that, if that's what you're looking for, yeah, well, whatever. I, that's not what he's looking for, though. He's looking for the best, and he's taking Google Maps as, like, gospel. Like, oh, this is the first one that came up, so it has to be the best. Which he's like, it's so weird. Everything's so close to me. Mm, okay, yeah, no, he's a moron. So, yeah, he's a bigger moron. Well, first off. I love Google Maps, though. He Google Maps is the best. I use it every day. You're supposed to say true that, double true. Um, so after their oh, class, wow. yeah, throwback. Magnolia Bakery. Uh, so after their class, they have to like clean off the mats and stuff or whatever. So they're wiping it down and then there's, it's a gym. So there's only like one bathroom. And so they all like cycle in after to wash their hands and fucking Google maps apparently comes in every time and doesn't clean any of the stuff at the end of class. He just like dicks around. And then when they all go to wash their hands, he like slips into the bathroom, locks the door and then is in there, one out is in there changing for 15 minutes. And they said every time he comes out, it smells like a mix between like the worst shit imaginable and the worst BO imaginable. Sweet. So Google Maps is like number one on their shit list. He's he's the number one number one enemy. Yes, he's which public as, enemy number one. Google uh, Maps. Kristen's sworn enemy list is very short, unlike mine, which has like hundreds of names on it. That's yeah, a whole um, book. Yeah, that most of that list is her sworn enemies. <laughs> Did you have anything else to add? Um, no, that's uh, that was pretty good, and we just went over one hour. You got an idea for outro? Absolutely not. All right. I mean, it could be me rapping again. Okay. The new intro. Song. Oh, and you're you're. I'm off. With so much now, you're, now you're good. Okay, are we? Snoop D O Double G, but I somehow, <laughs> some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through. Two in the morning and the party's still jumping. Up my mama ain't home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on, and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you wanna do? Shit, I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So turn off the, the lights and close the door. But for what? We don't love you, hoes. So we gon' smoke a ounce to this. Jeans up, hoes down like you motherfuckers bounce to this. Smoking Nando's, sipping on gin juice, laid back. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking Nando's, sipping on gin and juice, laid back. With my mind on my money and my money. I got me some sequins gin. Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now this type of shit happens all the time. You gotta get yours, but fool, I gotta get mine. Everything is fine when you're listening to the DOG. I got the cultivating music that be captivating me. Who listens to the words that I speak as I take me a drink to the middle of the street and get to Mac into this bitch named Shady. She used to be the homeboy's lady. Oh, that bitch. Degrees. When I tell that bitch, please raise up off these NUTs, cause you get none of these at ease. As I mob with the dog pound, feel the breeze. Be I chuck just laid back.
homies after Drake came through with a gang to tangle Ray. And a fat ass Jake of some bubonic chronic that made me choke. Shit, this ain't no joke. I had to back up off of it and sit my cup down. Tango Ray and chronic, yeah, I'm fucked up now. But it ain't no stopping. I'm still popping. Dre got some bitches from the city of Compton to serve me. Not for the cherry on top. Cause when I bust my nut, I'm raising the box to cock. Don't get upset, girl, that's just how it goes. I don't love you hoes, I'm out the door. And I'll be. Lay 